Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Horseman Chantilly Kia. Let's ride together. Hey guys, what's up? This is Josh Norman. This is Joe Gibbs. You listen to Redskins Talk with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? Redskins Talk Podcast. I am J.P. Finley. It is game time. It's a uh, it's a new week. Lot to discuss. We are going to start with Alex Smith is jacked up to be a Redskin. And uh, why shouldn't he be? There's there's plenty of stuff for us to get to uh, before we get going. My man Rich Tandler is on the phone. Taylor, what's up, dude? Hey, doing great. Uh, we got podcast Pete is is in studio. We'll see how much he talks, but say hello. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, dear, Whenever you're listening you're to this. so annoying, dude. Um, and then special guest, Mr. Chick, Chick Hernandez. What's up, dude? Um, I like nothing better than to be with you when you're sick. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite. Chick is time facing of day. the wall as he's talking. So, yeah. Pete, Chick, and I are in the podcast studio. I am uh, just an nice outbreak. and small. It's an in outbreak. Here. Where's Dustin Hoffman? I'm playing a little bit hurt. Um, oh. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Should have had Rich in here and you on the phone. I know. Well, Tandler's <laughs> never in here, so, oh, so he's winning. Um, so, if, if, Off I, the field? if I sound a little congested, please give me a break. To all of our listeners. If you sound congested. I am a little congested. Thank I don't you. know what to say. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, let's start with you, dude. Uh, what was your reaction to the Alex Smith comments over the weekend? Or, or I guess they were last week to a San Francisco radio station. Whenever they were. But he said he's jacked up. He's excited to be with the Redskins. I think he should be. What say you, RT? Yeah, well, that, that's kind of good to hear for a change after uh, a couple of years of uh uh, ambivalence, shall we say? Ambivalence is a good on, word. On Kirk Cousins' part, yeah. I'm gonna look that um, up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it was a good, you know, it, it, it was good to hear. Um, you know, I, I think he, he should be because this should be a good offense for him as far as places to go. I think Jay Gruden will, can, you know, can he can design some things that he does well without really. Uh, you know, changing his his whole offense to suit Alex Smith. Yeah, I don't think he has to change much, much. if anything, really. Um, I think it makes sense for Alex Smith to be excited, especially at this point in his career. He's kind of been benched or or moved on from twice now for young, almost quarterback, almost rookie quarterback. So I think he's probably excited to have a coach 
I think we all will assume that that he and Jay Gruden have had some level of conversation, and they're excited to work together. Mr. Chick, what say you? Yeah, I mean, if he's not pumped, then then he's dead. Right. Uh, so why why not be pumped? Um, and I think for a number of reasons. One is that anytime, as much as we want to put money on this, your ego says, in any walk of life, I want to be wanted. I want someone. Hell yeah! Right, and that's it. And for Alex Smith, and that was, you know, and, and according to our own Brian Mitchell, who talked with some folks uh, in KC, you know, Andy Reid said, all right, who, where do you want to go? And the Redskins were one of those teams that he wanted to go to. And lo and behold, the Redskins are the ones that reached out and said, yeah, let's get that done. So the, he knows the Redskins wanted him. That's that's position number one. And two, they came forth with the mighty hefty contract for a guy who's 30 going to be 34 years old so it's he's saying all the right things uh and i've said it already i just cannot wait for september i don't want to talk about this for the next five months but we're going to i was about to say we'll get ready to yeah, I, know, I know um all right pete go we're, we're gonna salivate over otas by the way oh my see gosh okay. i know i know what's it like to be wanted i you're talking how nice that is i don't really know it's gonna happen for you pete at some point uh, it's Probably when you're in prison. Oh my god! <laughs> for the record, what a haymaker. For the record, Pete has a very pretty girlfriend. Okay. I, I will give him. I will give this him. This is going to be the first Redskins talk episode she's ever going to listen to. Is that for right? That one line. Well, and, and I know her well because I'm paying her to want Pete. So. Oh my god! Just chick is going so hard. Um, uh, I think Alex Smith has seen Kirk Cousins succeed in an offense for the last four years and look good, and Alex Smith. If he's the three real, years, Pete, you mutt. If he's the real competitor that everybody says he is, he probably thinks he's as good or better than Kirk Cousins. So if he's coming in and saying, "Hey, this offense worked for Kirk, who's similar to me. It's going to work for me as well." I think there is reason to be excited because he's going to get a whole bunch of cash, and I think there's reason to be excited because he's going to a team, to your point, Pete, where he thinks he can succeed, and and certainly want you know being wanted helps. Um, all right, I wrote over the weekend. <laughs> kind of, I dug into the numbers a little bit. What my digging revealed is that the, the numbers are really pretty similar. Kirk has higher yardage totals, but he's also throwing the ball a lot more. Um, their their yards per attempt is pretty even. The the touchdowns and interceptions, Kirk throws more of both, but he's also throwing the ball more. So I, I think those tend to go one and, one and the same. Taylor, I know you and I kind of slacked and talked about that. What were your takeaways from the statistical deep dive? Did uh, how many rushing yards Alex Smith had I, I, has yeah. had? I went and like looked back. He had almost five hundred. Five hundred, yeah. Three three years ago, four ninety eight. I think it was. Yep, that was impressive. And also, and we we you know we we kind of refine this point is that they're both very durable. Uh, yep. Smith, uh, Cousins, of course, has not missed a snap due to injury. Uh, in, in his three years as a starter, Smith did miss a game a couple of years ago. Uh, I it was head head slash ear was the reason I saw. It. Didn't get any details. But then last Old year, head slash ear. Game. Yes, I think it was an inner ear thing. Uh, probably a concussion. Um, and then uh, last year he sat out week seventeen because they wanted to play his successor, Patrick Mahomes. So they started Mahomes. And he sat out there. Those are the only two games he missed in his three years as a starter in Kansas City. And actually going before that, too. He hasn't missed he hasn't missed an extended amount of time for injury since he got the concussion in San Francisco in 2012. Uh, but then we really don't know how much time he would have missed because Colin Kaepernick came in 
took the job and, and Smith was pretty well done in uh, in San Francisco there. Well, and, and you know, one stat we didn't really include there because, it, you know, Kirk throws more interceptions when he's throwing the ball more. Kirk had a lot of fumbles this year, and some of that was getting hit a lot. I mean, we, we all know the struggles the offensive line had, but I think there were times where he fumbled the ball where maybe he shouldn't have. Alex Smith, so Kirk had 13 fumbles in 2017. Alex Smith, I don't even know that he had – it was significantly less. I'm trying to find the exact right. number, but I do think his athleticism will make a difference. Alex Smith had two fumbles on the season. Yeah. So, you he know. Prote- he, he protects the football. Kirk, uh, admittedly, I think, uh, was a little skittish in that pocket. And you know what? Why wouldn't you be if the bullets are flying because you don't have you know an offensive line that can protect you? So you're already skittish. And he was getting hitting from hit from angles that he's not normally. He used was getting to. smoked. He was getting smoked yeah. and from and behind, and it just it was. He, he but he has to protect the ball better. He has to know better than that. Um, Mr. Chick, I don't know if we've gotten you on this officially. Okay, is this trade is Alex Smith better? Is it a is it a lateral move or is Alex Smith a little worse than Kirk? Huh. And yes, Taylor, I know that comparing Smith to Kirk isn't really relevant because we should have compared Smith to Colt, but right. here we are. Yeah, I mean, I, I go back to, I can't wait to see him play. If you're talking about what we've seen from both quarterbacks, uh, I think he's just a wiser quarterback. Uh, I, I think I used the word smarter earlier, and I think that's an incorrect term. I think he's wiser, which includes protecting the football. Um, I actually but, like that delineation because yeah. they're both smart players, no but Alex was seen a lot more. No question. More seasoned. Yeah, and and look, the he's, opposite of Pete. He's got himself, uh, the Smith I'm talking, has gotten his, uh, his team to the playoffs, and you have to have some sort of uh, moxie there. That, that, that Now, in the playoffs, were they great? No. I also think that was uh, his head coach, Andy Reid, who historically in the playoffs has done some strange things when it comes to play calling changing up what got them there. So um in the end, too cute. Yeah, too cute. I think in the end, which is not Pete. In the end, <laughs> this is a good move. Uh and it's a necessary move because you weren't gonna have Kirk. So uh Alex Smith is a tremendous uh not substitution, but uh filling in the gap there. Sure. It's a tremendous move uh by the organization. We don't give the organization credit a lot. This is one of those times where they stepped up and made a move that will make their team better. The organization really screwed up getting to this point. No question. But they've done a very good job from this point. Yeah. Um, It's a goose gossage. It's a good save. Believe it or not, Taylor wrote something that is very interesting. What? And we are going to discuss what should expectations be for the Redskins in 2018 right after this. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Chevy Buick GMC. Let's ride together. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. 
Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. All right, Taylor, I want you to talk about kind of the baseline of your expectation story that you wrote, and then we're all going to give you what we think expectation should be. Hmm. Okay. You know, it's kind of a – NFL would like you to believe that every year – Every team goes out, and the one goal that they have in mind is to win the Super Bowl, to hoist that Lombardi trophy. And and while that is the eventual goal of of most teams, I don't know if there are some organizations that are interested in it. Still, if you're looking at the year in front of you, what you want to do is figure out what expectations are and then either meet or exceed them. What does your fan base expect? What will get them renewing their season tickets? So I, I came up with the rest because I think that most fans would be happy, most sponsors would be happy if they won 10 games this year. Oh, yeah. You had to think about what playoffs, the sponsors would be happy with? 10 games, everybody's happy. Right. Well, right. But, okay, but I think that's the bottom line where you have the majority of people happy. I think nine wins, they go to nine and seven. I, I think – you know, I, I think at that point, I think Jay Gruden's job becomes shaky. He probably survives, but it becomes shaky. Uh, you see whole sw- – Nine and seven, you think Gruden's job maybe. is shaky? Yes. I do not, man. That's what they've done. Why Why do you, you – That's not, what, they, you know that's what, that not what they've done. They haven't done that in it two means, years, three seasons. They haven't, they haven't gone back-to-back nine-win seasons in 26 years. Okay, but that's fine. But they've still been in that – that pool in that in that mix seven and nine to nine and seven. Yeah, and I don't think you know. At, at, how about eight and eight? Is eight and eight okay? No, I don't think eight, eight and eight, eight would, would be okay. shaky. That would be shaky. Okay. We are, we we, have, we are living in a sea of mediocrity right now, and nine and seven right. looks like a freaking the sun is rising. If mm-hmm. you're part of the Redskins nation, not, I'm getting chills just thinking not, about it. <laughs> not not having those double digit wins to me, that's that's not there. But do you th- okay? Do you think? But hold on, Taylor. Can I ask something? Sure. So wait, is the point of your story what would make for good expectations? Because I think 10 wins is obviously great expectations. I mean, you're Charles Dickens at that point. What are your expectations? No, reasonable expectations. What should fans think is a reasonable number of games for this team to win? I I think 10 is very reasonable. And I I think you get below that, even a game below that, and I think, you know, okay, maybe not Jay Gruden's job's in trouble, but again, depending on how you got there, you know, you probably have, you know, I'm, you know, an Eagles game at FedEx Field, you know, a sea of green. You probably got, you know, the Cowboys fans there for the Dallas game, and I can't remember off the top of my head who else is coming outside of the division. But you know, I, I think you have you have unhappy people at nine and seven. I think at ten and six, I think you don't. And I think it is reasonable. This is, to this is a weird take. I don't even know if it's a hot take. It's a weird take. <laughs> at ten and six, you don't have people that are upset. Correct. Right. But at nine and seven, I think you do. There's going to be a sea of green if they're fourteen and two. The Eagles That's, fans are going to be there. Period. Yeah. I, I, no, because Redskins fans won't sell their tickets. Man, the Eagles fans are always there. Okay, but it's just—it's a question of quantity. It's a question of percentage between Redskins fans no showing 
and the Eagles fans getting their tickets, it gets to be higher. So what? But here's my, the my, other: my we have no okay. idea what this team is going to look like yet. I, I think we have to see what Correct. happens in free agency and what happens in the draft, and do they add a second receiver and what additions do they make defensively? I think before, I, I think but, if if they right, but they okay, they they need to do all that. Having in mind, they need to win t- at least ten games to keep everybody happy. Nine, and nine and seven you know, would be a two-win improvement with a quarterback who many people are saying are, is worse. They, well, he's not for one thing. We we correct. know that that is correct. And and you know I I don't know I I think I I don't think many I don't think though they finished the majority. I, I recognize that they I, finished twenty seventeen with a seven and nine record. But because they were out of the playoff hunt for all of December, I don't think people look at it as – I don't think people are looking at that as a relatively similar season to the previous two when, one, they won the NFC East, and the other, they were in a win-and-in Week 17 game. I, I feel like 2017 looks like a way shittier year than the two previous seasons. And, and that's why I think you get back to 9-7 and seven after losing Kirk and bringing in Alex Smith it's an entirely different feel and vibe than it would be just going nine and seven again. And I know I sound like hell, and I'm sorry to the listeners. Taylor, what say you? Okay, well, well, I, I think I think ten is enough. I think, and I think it is a reasonable number. I don't. I think this team, given all the injuries, Taylor, they had you think last ten year, wins is reasonable? Got, They've had ten wins I, once in the last decade. So what? They 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 also haven't gone. You know they ha- they've been close the last few years to ten. In horseshoes, yes, they've had nine. They've had eight. This makes your Josh Doxson going downhill. This is you. You are really approaching the incendiary okay, take here that okay, you think ten on. is reasonable expectation. I like it. I like a fiery rich Tandler. I am not. I am not necessarily predicting ten ten wins. Right. Okay. Right. I'm saying okay that but that's what they need to set out to do. They can't just say okay well we'll stick in you know we'll let we'll let let's just say wide receiver. Okay, well we'll let wide receiver wide ride well you know let Ryan Grant go out there. We don't want to spend a ton of money on a free agent. We don't want to spend a high draft pick because we can go 9 and 7 or we can go 8 and 8 and it'll be okay. You make decisions based on that. You know, do the big stream. Do you trade away your first round draft pick for I don't know who's out there for a, for a, a very good 28, 29-year-old player. You know, it's decisions like that you, you make. Now, you, you do that if you say, yeah, I got to get to 11 or 12 wins. I have to get this player here. The future be damned. I don't know, man. Mr. Chick? Yeah. Uh, is 10 wins a reasonable expectation for you? Reasonable expectation, no. It is a dream. It's the dream season right now. I don't now think for it's quite dream. It's a dream season. It's- for the Washington Redskins to get the 10 wins. As they're currently constructed, at least. Because I have been here since 1994, for heaven's sake. What, on, on planet Earth? That's when I've how long I've been here. Uh, boy, yeah. Let me since just, 2000. In yeah. the last yes. 17 years, they've won 10 games twice. I think establishing that as a reasonable expectation is setting the bar too high. I don't think it's a dream season. You're allowed to dream big. Uh-huh. You can dream of 12 and 4. I can't I can't I can't dream big because I've been crushed so many times. I can't do that. By the way, for those who are uh listening to this, I, I need to paint the picture of what I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting dying in. Right now. Here, dude. I'm sitting with JP who looks like he's 
uh, Matthew McConaughey from Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, jeez, I looked at that. And Pete's got a sandwich that looks like it's been, it's it's a, I don't know, it's roadkill. It's like a squirrel that was hit, and he put some bread on it, and it's sitting out there in a bag <laughs> you, on the table. Why do you have it out like that? We had that? to record the podcast. That I had to stop so eating gross. my sandwich. I mean, I, this is what I'm, I'm gross. This is what I'm, I'm sitting in. <laughs> I got phlegm and roadkill. That's what I got. <laughs> All right. We're Rich, I want to be with you. Rich, Rich doesn't invite us to his house, dude. Come on, come on over. Whoa, I'm, I've never been invited to your house. He's, Rich is about class, man. Come on. All right. <laughs> um, we're going to move on from the uh, the great expectations debate. Taylor, Preston Smith, you're his new uh, press agent. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he need, they, they need to really try to seriously get this guy signed up uh, extended. Um, this, oh, the most recent thing I wrote as his new unofficial PR agent, Here's publicist. Uh, the NFL has, uh, uh, these things called next gen stats and they're little GPS sensors, very exacting GPS sensors in, in player shoulder pads. And they figured out that, uh, Preston Smith, when he rushes the passer, he gets pressure pressure defined as being I think it's a yard away from the quarterback at the time he releases the ball he gets pressure on the quarterback on a greater percentage of his pass rush snaps than any other player more than Von Miller more than Everson Griffin more that's than, impressive than, than you name it impressive he gets more pressure on wow now his sacks you know his sacks are Taylor don't even you know, slow down he just eight, keeps eight going sacks. but uh no I do think I guess the question is do you think a lot of fans in, in media, I think, Chick, you were probably surprised by that stat. I was, too, a little, to, to some extent. about that, Mr. Chick? You think, he thinks fan, you were you surprised? Think, you think fans, fans in the media underrate him? Underrate Preston? Yeah, yeah I think. I mean, I, yeah. If you, if, you talk to, if you talk to coaches, in which we do, then you know the importance of what uh, the push he gets and how much uh, what he can wreak uh, or wreck, havoc, whatever term you want to use there. Um, underestimate. Sure. If you're the agent, you're certainly selling that selling that line. He's going to get paid. No question. He's looking at 11 a year, you think, Taylor? Yeah, I, I think if they did it now, I think he'd probably cost 11 a year. It's just it's is, tricky with Preston. Year, it's kind of it, 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 it's all or nothing a lot of times in that he opened the season with, with four and a half sacks in the first five games, and he closed the season with three sacks and two interceptions in the last three games. But in between there, there's a whole bunch of zeros in the stat column, and that's just but the nature of the business. Stats. Yeah, he got he got in that time though. He was getting pressure. He sure. was getting you know he was he was getting hits. He just he wasn't getting the wasn't quite getting the getting the sacks. Right. And I think you know some of that early on. You know he had Jonathan Allen there in the middle and Matt Ioannidis pre broken hand Matt Ioannidis. When that, without both of those two, I think that 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 uh, put him in something of a uh, helped helped him get into a slump. But but you're right, he is he is uh, he is inconsistent in in that regard. But you know, I, I tell you what, a lot of teams will pay a lot of money for that inconsistency. Agreed. All right, last question before we got to run, and we're getting a little off topic here, but I think everyone will enjoy this. Um, Wednesday is Valentine's Day, as most of you may or may not know. Oh shoot! Yeah. Um, my wife says, "Oh boy, we're not getting each other presents for Valentine's Day. Don't we're going to go. Uh, don't we're going to go. It's a trap. age order. <laughs> Taylor, what does that mean? 
Uh, I would take her at her word. Ooh. All right. That's an old I would I would roll the dice and not get anything. Yeah, but I've been married for 30, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How long ago was 1980? What kind of gambler uh, are you? About 37 years ago. Yeah. What kind of gambler yeah, yeah. are you? He just said roll the dice, by the way. Okay? <laughs> All right, Mr. So Chip, now you're it's up. a gamble. But and I also I- don't think Valentine's Day is like a birthday where it's present. It's not present focused. Like you got to do present. something nice. It's, yes, you do. Besides, yes, besides wiping your nose with the back of your hand, <laughs> I would not I'm shake out your of hand. Tissues, I dude. would not give that to your wife. Uh, you can believe her all you want. Uh, I'm doing something. What are you doing? Uh, something that lets her know. I think. How about this? I, I'm put. I'm stamping my flag on this one. Oh boy. I think roses are cheesy. I, I would give you that. Plus, my wife's allergic to that kind of stuff. So, but I'm doing something to let her know I've thought about her. We're going all out to day. dinner. Going out to dinner. I, I think that's okay. Dinner and a small gesture, whether it be some cheesy roses or a picture of you and the family or a surprise. A I don't know. No, not a picture. Of it you. has to be dinner and a gesture. I, I think the, you know, picture of the kid and some other guy would be, you know. What? What? <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, all right. Make her happy. I was going to do a. Uh, what are you doing, Pete? I was going to do a couple's massage with my girlfriend. Whoa. But it, then I looked at the prices and I was like. Yeah, we're just gonna go to dinner instead. So, how much does a couple's massage cost? The one I looked at was one ninety for each of us for an hour. Was that a happy ending? I mean, what is? <laughs> All right, we're what done. The... <laughs> um, I mean, I don't, I don't spend that much on massages. <laughs> this has been fun. It's not for has me. Has it been fun? Has not been for me. This has been something. I got some roadkill. I've got to go dive in a vat of something <laughs> to get myself clean from you. You. I hope infested. I feel better when we talk on Wednesday for Rich Taylor, Chick Hernandez, Pete Haley. J.P. Finley, Redskins talk is over. As always, you made it this far. I owe you a beer. Happy birthday, RG3. (laughs) I owe you a beer. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chantilly Toyota. Let's ride together. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees? Check. Loaner cars and free car washes? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Kia of Alexandria. Let's ride together.